welcome to Walked Into a Bar. This is uh, this is the the vlog with three brothers who are really just kind of morons, but we've all got professional jobs, and so uh, we thought it'd be great to to hang out with you guys and just to chat back and forth and make fun of each other and pick on each other and let you guys join in on the fun. So we are so glad that you joined us today, and we hope you really enjoy this. Um, and let's get started. All right, guys, how are you doing today? Yep. Crickets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ben, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, right. Had an right. incident with my finger today. I uh oh, had to cut it. So the incident so with the finger. It's all good. I'll fix it later. Um, other than that, I wrote a message, and that's about it. <laughs> wrote a message because you're yeah. a pastor, and you've got to do well, those sorts of things. Check it out. This week's a light week because Easter's over. So yeah. our yeah, four so services, we had about a thousand people show up, um, which was really cool well, online. So we're very. You really had a thousand people show up. Uh, eight hundred to a thousand, yeah. That is and, fantastic. And over the past two days, our devotionals have run um, upward of two hundred for just yeah. our devotional for viewing. So we're pretty nice. excited about that. We believe God's on the move, and you know we're just yeah. going to continue uh, producing videos and content online because everybody needs That's Jesus. Yeah, well, that's absolutely that's absolutely right. We've seen some really good viewership from our church too. So mm -hmm. I don't think we've I don't know if we've seen a thousand, but we've seen good viewership. Well, Matt, you have to ahead, remember Matt. that's over four that's over four services. Right, right, so. right. Matt, anything new in your world? Just work, work, just work, <laughs> work, 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 work. Hey, Matt, Matt, did yeah. you give your kids any Easter baskets or anything? Uh, let's see here. They got chalk. They got uh, bubbles. Um, a little bit of candy. And uh, the new Jumanji movie in which I thought there was way too many cuss words for a family film. Yeah, there were some cuss words. There, were some, there was some cursing. Uh, you put Danny DeVito in a movie and... <laughs> Well, not only Danny DeVito, but also Danny Danny Glover. Uh, yeah, the senior. <laughs> you put the two together, and it's not. Good. We 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 rented it this weekend and watched it. Uh, so I think that may be that may be the subject of a future movie TV show period for us here on this podcast or on this vlog. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So, but today today we're doing something else. Today we are doing Bond movies, and what we're doing is our favorite Bond movie from within the year of our birth to present. So we've limited the universe a little bit, but we've still got a pretty good time span because we are old. Speaking well, of I'm old. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know about Ben and Matt, but I'm old. Well, so, I, um, I, I don't know there, Luke, according to your picture name. I uh, just want to point that out, Phil. Oh, hey, I missed that. My <laughs> son was using... My I son was using... Uh, Zoom. I missed that completely. Sorry. My son was using Zoom earlier. He uh, he had a Zoom meeting with his class, and uh, so he used that earlier. And so his name's so, on it. So hold on, hold on. He had a, f a fun. I would do two, but I can only do one yeah. on one finger. A fun school. Yeah. Yeah. You know Th what? Those ben? two words. Those two words do. You know what, Ben? They don't go together. You know what? I don't care what your mug says. Because I can tell you that the mug that I see now doesn't say anything pretty. Okay. Okay. 
so we did uh, we did Bond movies, and uh, so we're going to talk about our favorite Bond movie that has um, come out from the year of our birth until present. And uh, we've each picked different Bond movies, uh, and so we want to talk to you a little bit about those. I think, Ben, you should go first because you actually picked the oldest Bond movie. So why don't you go ahead and talk about your favorite Bond movie within that time period and, and uh, give us all the information you want to give us, why it's your favorite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, first, I, I do have to say it came in, this, this one came in a close second, uh, and it's specifically because of the video game, <laughs> Goldeneye. It is the best uh, intro to multiplayer video shooting games on a console. I have to say on a console because it's not an original uh, multiplayer first-person shooter. Forgive my ignorance. What console is that version for? Nintendo 64. And so if anybody wants to steal it, I have a gun. No, I'm just kidding. A (laughs) (laughs) pew-pew. Waiting. No, I'm just kidding. Um, We're going to get demonetized. We're not even monetized. We're going to be monetized in the first place. Um, So so it came in a close second. And the reason it came in a close second is because in my lifetime, since 1984, Roger Moore has only been able to do one Bond movie. And Roger Moore is one of the best Bonds uh, out there. Uh, Personally, Mm. I think. um, I mean, do you really really think there's been a, a very terrible Bond? Okay, which yes. bond? That, which bond? George Lazenby. Okay, the one that did one, one did, bond. Yeah, Doctor No, the first, the first James Bond movie. He did that, and uh, I got to tell you, I think he was awful. Wait, when I did the research for this, the first Bond movie said that Sean Connery was Bond. No, I don't think that's correct. Doctor no. no. Doctor No was the first one, I believe. George Lazenby was in Doctor No. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the research here. Go Why don't you Google. let Matt do the research and you just tell us about your movie? Okay, Matt, do the research. I'm working on um, it. So, uh, A Beauty to a Kill is my favorite. I, I really wanted to do um, one of the Timothy uh, Dalton movies, but I just couldn't bring myself to it. But A Beauty to a Kill, one I is the, either. <laughs> it's the it's the last Roger Moore movie. Um, it's the first snowboard in a Bond movie, uh, which is oh, hilarious. Uh, yeah. It's it's a snowboard, but it it looks like it's a um, skid off of a snowmobile. And so it really shows off Bond's leg strength because he's moving around that big, huge steel plate that's on the front of a 1980-something snowmobile, um, which would be steel. This this I mean, wasn't uh, – do you remember when we were growing up, Dad had that no, snow no. ski thing? This was a Burton snowboard. Okay. You could tell be, because of the design. Um, okay. So it was the first snowboard, and it showed off his, his leg strength and his core strength. I thought that was great because now we're seeing Bond's actual physical strength, not just his suave looks and, and his smarts. Um, because uh, all of the times he's beaten people before and gone into space and swum through oceans, those don't count. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in the first few scenes, you see that he's a ladies' man. Typical Bond. You know, yeah. he's, he, gets to the, he gets to the boat, the, the rock. Um, boat and he's in bed with a lady so typical ladies man um grace jones is in it she's mayday one of the best uh yes. female enemies yeah. there is uh christopher walken i mean do i have to say anything else 
his his name is Max Zorin. He's a big uh, businessman and villain. Dolph Lundgren is what sold it for me. Um, looks okay, like my, you're, we're having some serious bandwidth issues for you there, Ben. Yeah, you're gonna have to uh, go over that again. So welcome to MediaCon. I mean MediaCom. Um, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren is the yep. the reason that was the seller for me, even though his part was small. Uh, right. Rocky four. That's all I have to say. Um, he's, he's amazing. Uh, but a great place. I think humor. we missed it. Who was, who was the main villain in, in that one? Christopher Walken. Christopher, Christopher Walken. Enough said. Christopher Walken was the yep. best villain. So you in should, movie. Yep. you should never do, uh, impressions again. Um, <laughs> Great! It was greatly placed humor. Um, out of out of all the Bond movies I watched, some of them were serious. While the Timothy Dalton ones were meant to be funny, and the um, the uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan, uh, better than Timothy Dalton's funny, but still not good. Um, no, no, but no, but this was the best placed humor. Also, um. A murder happens in a Ford Bronco. I don't need to say anything else. Like, um, sweet villain get getaway with a blimp. Like, yes. it's in a building. He inflates it and gets away. But they capture him. I thought that was really sad. Um, I took notes. Uh, I, I love this. Christopher Walken, SNL skit. But I believe it derived from this movie because he goes, more more power just like he would more cowbell and so i saw a link between james bond and snl um end scene james bond's at it again love making in a shower typical james bond style and so i mean you can't get past that it's the first movie after my birth that was created for a james bond film and it was the last roger moore roger moore will live forever through james bond uh he might not have been the best James Bond, but it was a great movie worth watching multiple times. I don't think you've said this yet, Ben, but in your opinion, who was the best James Bond? I mean, okay. So there, there are movies that surpass other movies and there are bonds that surpass other bonds, but there are movies that the bond in that movie is the best bond. Um, I just watched Spectra for the first time. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed with that movie. Unlike the other Daniel Craig movies, um, but overall, he's been the most um, spy-like. And so it, for spy style, I would give it to Daniel Craig. But I just or, – or honestly, here's one because he, he never created a movie in my time, but um, Sean Connery because he's Sean Connery. So. Sean Connery. Yeah. All right. I think it's a good segue for you, Matt. Why don't you jump in and tell us about your Bond film? <laughs> oh alright so first and foremost I have the 50th anniversary edition box set of the Blu-rays and uh, yeah it did it did cost a bit um, and as was stated I did uh, let's see here it's licensed to kill mm -hmm. you two yep. kill? No, that's what did. Yeah, a view to a kill is mine licensed to kill is Matt's and I took yeah. notes on this 
So, uh, Timothy Dalton, uh, in my opinion, a very good Bond, definitely not the best. Um, all of, in my opinion, all of the Bond movies are definitely good movies. Um, going into the research you guys asked me to do, uh, let's see here. George Lazenby did On Her Majesty's Secret Service oh, in 1969, right. seven that's years right. after Dr. No. I forgot about that. I was that. wrong. I was oh, wrong. Oh, the pastor. Ben was right. Oh, the pastor. Oh. Yeah, but it's the confidence you said it with that shows your profession, Phil. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Liar. Liar. <laughs> uh, I mean, lawyer. Not a lie because I had forgotten what it was. Right. See? But I didn't Lawyer's do the back. research before. I, didn't, I relied on my own memory and didn't do the research first, which is uh, something that I never do professionally. And that's what they all say. <laughs> all right so well uh, i had coffee in the mouth thank you so much <laughs> license to kill timothy dalton um i personally thought that uh the puns and the jokes inside of license to kill were well placed and tasteful uh on watching oh what was it uh alexis had me watch golden eye and tomorrow never dies afterwards mm. and <laughs> I felt that those puns were delivered so late or so slow that the timing just wasn't there. It just felt forced. Um, they were they were definitely more obvious. So, License to Kill is mine. Uh, primary reasons why I like this: all of the uh, desert scenes around the uh, monastic enclave that they're making the drugs. That of course. Uh, Bond is there to stop and destroy as retaliation for killing his uh, friend's wife and maiming his friend mm -hmm. uh, at the start of the movie. And uh, some great shark scenes in the movie. Yeah. Um, some overall good uh, photography, uh, cinematics, and uh, action scenes. Um, of course, I don't. I didn't take notes like Ben. One, because I watched this on Saturday and I was relaxing. Or was that Friday? Because <laughs> last weekend was a three-day weekend for me. Yeah. I just have to say, you know, your movie is a great movie. You had people like Robert Davey, first villain. Uh, Benicio Del Toro, who is the collector. And, I mean, like, right there, you have an all-star cast but then you go all the way down to wayne newton yeah that's right <laughs> I, mean, I forgot wayne newton was in that so yes yes but bless your heart <laughs> darling that's all i could get in my mind when i was watching that but um no matt you're right like out of the two that timothy dalton did and mm -hmm. phil you said last week he did three um when we were talking about this, but he only did. Yeah, two. I was, I was, I was confusing yours, Ben, with yeah, um, with with, uh, with Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. I, but I disagree with you on the statement you're about to make. I think the <laughs> other one that Timothy Dalton did was better. The one with the, the living the, daylights. Yeah, the Viennese yeah. cellist, and they go to Afghanistan. I so, so I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It, honestly, between, I mean, both his, between his movies, it's splitting hairs. So mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Living Daylights had a hairier sequence in it. That's true. Uh, yeah. Which uh, honestly brings it up. The acting as far as um, the cellists and her portion, the snow chases, 
-hmm. all excellent. Um, it's when they go into Afghanistan that it starts to degrade a little bit and the story kind of loses its momentum. Whereas, um, and I forget where they went in the one that I watched into the desert area, um, it speeds up. And so the momentum, the, the pace of the movie is, is different. And, and in my opinion, yeah. better formed in, in uh, License to Kill. Yes, I agree 100% with what Matt just said. Sorry, Phil. You're outnumbered here. Whatever. I'm older, so, and so therefore my opinion still rules. I can't wait to talk about the worst Bond movie. You are <laughs> so wrong. Are you, are you done, Matt, or do you have more to go? I mean, there's some more general statements about Bond yeah. that I want to you know, back Ben yeah. up on. Let's, let's but, okay, so yeah. I mean, Pierce Brosnan, he was an okay Bond. Uh, definitely not as bad as George Lassenby, in my opinion. Right. Um, but the only reason why I even mentioned Pierce Brosnan and he doesn't go to the bottom of the barrel is because of Goldeneye. Yes. And because of the video game and how much time we spent, uh, Ben and I, playing yeah. that game um, at friends' houses. Yeah, because we didn't have a 64. Right. Mom? What's up, Mom? <laughs> yeah. to, be, to be fair, I have, I have played Goldeneye. Uh, and I did find it for a video game to be relatively fun. Yeah. Um, but let's face it, I don't like video games. Oh, that's your fault. So Probably. Um, Probably. I have to say, I think the worst, worst Bond movie, and it's not because of the Bond, but it's because of one of the females, um, is actually, and let me, let me look at this, make sure I have, enough, have it right, The World Is Not Enough. Mm. Denise Richards ruined all Bond movies. <laughs> that she's ever been in um which is which is you know I, I find that to be an interesting dichotomy because that movie also had uh sophie marshall is that her name the, yeah i mean a great who was Bond a fantastic girl. female character in that movie. absolutely absolutely but denise great richards you, you cannot yeah. have you cannot have an actor that has a pretty face and a great body and no skill I, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm taking that too far. Maybe she has some skill, but she is, she's a better model than she is an actress. Okay. Personal thoughts. You can hate me if you want. <laughs> I, I feel like you're trivializing, trivializing uh, actresses based on just two aspects of who they are as people. Oh, okay. So Sarah from Chuck. Sarah from Chuck. Yvonne Strahovski. Phenomenal actress in my book. I think she did a phenomenal job in Chuck, and I think she... She did some great things, but Denise Richards, everything I've seen her in, she's the same character, even in James Bond. She's typecast. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't a good fit for Bond. I, I, I can get behind that. I don't think she did. I don't think she filled the role as well as the role could have been filled. I would say the same thing for Halle Berry, but Halle Berry has more talent. Yeah, Halle Berry's role was also a little disappointing. You know whose role wasn't disappointing? Eva Green. Which one is she in? She's in. <laughs> she's in Casino Royale. Yeah, Casino and Royale. Is, and that is the movie I'm going to talk about if uh, you guys are done. My favorite Bond movie. Sorry, Matt. What were you going to say? I'm done. Okay. My favorite Bond movie 
within my lifetime is Casino Royale. Uh, that is Daniel Craig's first Bond film. And in my humble opinion, Daniel Craig is the second best James Bond, uh, only behind Sir Sean Connery. Because he he does what Ben said. He is the spy. He has that down. He's got that cold, 100-mile gaze. Um, and, and I love the storyline of Casino Royale, the storyline of how Bond is new to the service and how he... Um, falls in love with uh, Eva Green's character, Vesper Lynn, and when she betrays him and essentially kills herself, he loses all emotion and turns into that cold, hard killer that 007 is in the books. Um, I, I think it is one of the most well-thought-out plots. I think it is one of the best-acted Bond films. It doesn't have any of the problems that Ben was talking about with, uh, with some of the female leads. Eva Green is a very thoughtful character. She uh, plays her role with spunk and creativity. Um, I, I, all around, I think it's a great film. Uh, I think it was well done. I think the plot line was great. And there isn't a thing about it that I don't like. Um, the casino scenes can get a little slow. But that's, that's the worst criticism I can bring to the movie. Uh, I think Daniel Craig has done a great job since then, too. Um, Skyfall was fantastic, if for no other reason than Adele's, Adele's song uh, was great, being the second best Bond song that I can ever remember. Right behind Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and the Wings. But Casino Royale is my choice for the best Bond film. I didn't take copious notes. Uh, in fact, I split up watching it into two nights because I just didn't have the time to sit down and watch it all in one setting. So, Ben, what are your notes on Casino Royale? Uh, so that's one movie I didn't watch this oh. week. This week, but hold on. I remember you said you that. watched all three no. of ours. No, I said I watched a lot of the Bond movies. No, 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 I watched no, no. Goldeneye. I watched, uh, uh, sorry, A License to Kill, the other Timothy Dalton one, which is uh, Brain Fart, A View to a Kill. Yeah. I, watched, yeah. um, I watched Spectra, which I've seen Spectre the others, Spectre. Uh, I've I've watched the other Daniel Craig movies, and I thought eh, even even Skyfall, I didn't think was. I thought it was uh, every. Here's the thing: every Bond movie is that I've seen. Every Bond movie has been entertaining and captures me, and I I think man, I got to watch this again. Um, so I'm not saying they're bad. Uh, we're, we're nitpicking. Just Bond. not as yeah, just not as good as other ones. I will right. say, I think Casino Royale is Daniel Craig's best Bond film. And I would um, disagree with you because I thought Spectre was... I thought Spectre was better? Awesome. I thought it was phenomenal. And I cannot wait to see this new one that's coming out. It's supposed to come out this April. It's not going to come out until November now. Oh, no. They're so, pushing it back till November? Oh. IB, IMBD. And so yeah. I'm, I'm actually really excited for this movie. And maybe, maybe if we're lucky, we can... Uh, get two of us together to go see it in a theater or something. That would be great. Um, that would be great. That, hey, road trip, that, road trip to Arizona. Yes. We'll take the Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be Matt, here to pick you guys up in Kansas. Matt, will you, will you send us some... <laughs> you, won't, you won't need to pick us up in Kansas. Just send us some cash for gas. <laughs> With that, a lot so, of cash. Yeah. <laughs> take a lot of gas. Two to three thousand dollars. <laughs> um, Ouch. Maybe not okay. that much. So well, anyway, I, Spectra, it, Spectra was the best. And Spectre. I'm Spectre. Spectre. They use, they use Spectre. these weird, weird words. 
Um, but that's, that's my, my point on that. And I thought what you said brought back memories about Casino Royale and that is the casino scenes are too long too long they're too drawn out that that's the basis of the movie it's at a casino it's about this casino job create action within i well they do create action with it i think it's just that i have a very short attention span when i'm watching movies at home um and and so they tend to get a little long from that aspect but i think they do really great with creating drama in those scenes uh we we are kind of pushing the time a little bit so we probably get moving any final thoughts on Bond films from the two of you? Um, you can't go wrong. I, I agree. Next, next Bond movie title. You can't go wrong. <laughs> I like it. You, know, like, you, can't go, you can't go wrong with Idris Elba as James Bond. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. But there, I think there's one better. And I can't Ooh. remember their name. Um, Loki. Tom Holland? Tom, um, yeah. Is it Tom Holland? Yeah, I think that's his name. No, I, no, no, you, you got to do Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I would, no. I would, I would go with uh, the guy that Phil just said, and then Tom Idris Holland. Elba. Yeah, either or one of Tom those. Holland. Or what you do is get Idris Elba to be Bond and get Tom Holland to be your first, your villain. first villain. I like that idea. I, I do. would be Tom I Holland. Be does down. he is such a good baddie? But I think that's what would make him such a great ba- James Bond too, mm-hmm. because Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig plays James Bond like a bad guy. I'm just saying he's. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. He's, Maybe he can have that stare down. Think about those times when you see Loki in the Avenger movies or the Thor movies, and he has that stare. It, I, I just want to smack him. Yeah, he's got that. Because, he's got that mischief that Loki's supposed to have, and I don't know that Tom Holland can drop that enough. To play I, a bond i think idris elba never has that i think he's got that nailed i would agree with you and by the way interesting fact they're both in thor yeah so and that is being very quiet about the subject yeah because i'm terrible with names and i'm just sitting here like mm, thor yeah thor, sure idris, mm-hmm. idris okay. elba idris, I, idris elba. elba is um the gatekeeper for the gatekeeper for asgard, thor. I, uh, for asgard asgard Mm-hmm. I can never remember the character's name. Asgard. He's the uh, game I know the character. I don't remember his name. Heimdall? Yes. Heimdall. Right? I mean, like at that. that point, they might as well just use uh, the guy that plays the hound in um, uh, A Song of Ice and Fire, Game of I, Thrones. I do have one comment. The next James Bond better not be American. No. No, the next James Bond has got to be, has got to be British. If they go American, I will sell everything that's James Bond that I have. And and no, you know what? It wouldn't even be good enough. I will put it in a bonfire. Okay. That, All right. I think I will we beat not this even horse. Give you this. I, I think we Stop beat this dead that. horse enough. No, we, we that is the phrase. We are beating dead horses enough. So uh, the next thing we're going to move on to is some more trivia. Uh, we had some call for more trivia from our fans. That would be uh, our wives. Um <laughs> They thought it was a pretty good time, and so uh, Ben has volunteered to look up some trivia questions. I have. And, I'm just uh, kidding. He's, he's going to ask some trivia questions. Uh, right. um, so if you're ready, Ben. Yeah, we're going to do this a little different. Uh, these are going out to both, and then I'm going to keep score, and the winner gets picked on more. So I feel, feel good like about that. Already. I feel like 
I feel, <laughs> that's right. I feel like I'm the winner no matter what. So, cause I'm not participating. I'm not smart enough for these. So uh, first question to either one and um, to say who goes, say who, who gets it. We need to get like a bell or a buzzer or something, but just say ding. Cause I think that works. <laughs> so I like that. So whoever says ding first answers first. So how many hearts does an octopus have? Ding. Okay, Phil. Eight. Let's try that again. How many hearts does an octopus have? And Phil can't answer this time. <laughs> Matt? Throw so a is, his, is his answer wrong or his what? His answer is wrong. Yeah, his answer oh, okay. Um, four. You know what? We can't give an, you know, you both got it wrong, but Matt was closest. There are three hearts in an octopus. Oh, naturally. Okay. That was my next guess. Yeah, three. Imagine that. Um, okay, let's go with an easy one. What's the fastest animal in the world? Ding. Okay, Phil. The peregrine falcon. Okay, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say, no, that's incorrect or something like that? <laughs> I think it's funnier. We have 10 <laughs> minutes, so we'll do a couple more of these. Fastest animal in the world. Well, it's not the cheetah. Why not? Because I know there's something fast. And oh. we'll, okay. Just I just can't remember what it is. And we'll go with cheetah. Why not? Matt, you win, cheetah. <laughs> the cheetah. No, the cheetah is the fastest land mammal. Yeah. It just says, "Hey, I'm going off a website, so I'm not smart enough to come yeah, up with websites." These. Wrong, man. They they probably okay. are. Here here's a question. Okay. What was the name of the actor who played Jack Dawson? Oh, Jack Dawson in oh, in Titanic. Oh, ding, <laughs> Matt. Dang it, Leonardo DiCaprio. They're very good, very good. You did, you did it right. Yeah. All right. Um, which cartoon character lives in a pineapple under a sea? Ding. Okay, Matt. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> So far, Phil, you're dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what. I got I got to do some better questions. Okay, what genre of music did Taylor Swift start in? Ding. Okay, Phil. Country music. I hoped you, somebody would get that right. <laughs> All right. Um, which British girl group had a member by the name of Mel B? Ding. Ding. Phil. The Spice Girls. Dang it! You guys are tied up. One more. All right. Um, Judge, I want to claim that I said ding the same time Phil did. No, you said it just milliseconds after me. We're going with my ears, so I apologize for that. <laughs> um, okay. So, hmm. What is the name of the world's longest river? Ding. Phil? The Amazon. You're wrong, Matt. <laughs> Ooh, the longest river in the world. So at this point, it's it's one of two, and the people are are gonna argue about this because it's either gonna be the uh, Mississippi slash Missouri, and that opens up its own arguments, or it's gonna be the Nile if it isn't the Amazon. And uh, you know, we all know that uh, America does a lot of things big, like Texas, but rivers aren't one of them. So we're gonna go with the Nile. 
Ding, ding, ding. Matt wins. I say we do one I'm more so for fun. I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed. I've touched, I've had my hand in the Nile. Uh, how about how about this? This is this is an interesting one. I've never actually researched this. Which two countries share the longest or largest international border? Dang. Do you, okay, Phil. United States and Canada. Holy crap! He did it. <laughs> ding ding ding! That's correct. Hey, that was fun. Um, we'll end in wait, a tie. Wait, 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 wait! No, I found a question for you, Ben. <laughs> Ooh, the plot thickens. I'm not very smart, so. Before starring in his hit TV series Baywatch, David Hasselhoff starred as a crime fighter in what '80s TV show? Knight Rider. You didn't say ding. Ding. You didn't say <laughs> Knight Rider. Okay. Wait, how was Knight spelled? K-N-I-G-H-T. Very good. Full points for Ben. And I'm not a speller. That's the reason oh, I'm a speaker. All right. All right. So Matt won. I lost. No, I think you guys really tied. Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you both get made fun of about the same. So That's <laughs> true. That's true. Okay. So uh, now we want to talk about our drink tonight. And, yeah. And uh, I want to start. Hey, you guys, start you guys do have timers up at the top, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I do. I do have a timer up the top. That's fantastic. I didn't see that before. Uh, didn't I tell you that? About this earlier. Didn't I, I tell you? Here we are wasting time. All right. So uh, for our drink, for our beverage tonight, uh, we have gone out and uh, purchased uh, black <laughs> black pew pew coffee. Phil, Phil, we're we're not monetized. Not monetized so. anyway. Black <laughs> Rifle Coffee. All three of us have gone out and purchased different Black Rifle Coffees, and we Matt, prepared it in different ways too. Um, yeah, your bag. Matt no, it's it's bag. it's it's in the cabinet, on the other side of the house. You're not you're not achieving enough, Matt, because my cat my bag is. Did you grind all yours or something, or you drink? No, them? this is that's just how much coffee we drink during the day. Three coffee drinkers in the house, and it goes. Um, Oops. <clears throat> my wife doesn't like uh, dark roast coffees, and so we got um, two coffees. We got uh, Gunship and Just Black. Just Black is the medium roast, and uh, it is a darker roasted medium roast. It's got some really, really bold and strong notes that I really enjoy. Jean doesn't like it so much, but she really likes a flavored coffee called Highlander Grog, and so she uh, she can't wait to get her flavored coffee back. I much prefer this. Um, really good, really good flavors. I brewed mine in a French press. Um, just ground it just before we started. Brewed it in the French press just before we got going. I probably should have let it brew just a little bit longer. It's a little bit weak, but not too bad. You get a lot of the essential oils and things like that. And, and uh, just, hmm. it's just a darn good cup of coffee. Uh, my son, Nathan, who is 14. Also really enjoyed it. The two of us will be up probably until 2 a.m. This, this morning because we're drinking coffee this late at night. Uh, Matt? Yep. So I'm drinking uh, Black Rifle coffee. Yep. And I went and said it, Phil. <laughs> um, we're going to get demonetized. Oh, All right. <laughs> and uh, mine was Beyond Black. It's uh, one of their dark roasts. I 
don't remember if it's their darkest roast or uh, not. Um, good flavor. I ground it. Uh, when did I grind that? Yesterday. I stuck it in a little Tupperware container and stuck it in the cabinet. I did mine as a pour over. And uh, the rest of us yeah. aren't that as cool as you, Matt. And he just locked up on my end, so I'm sure he, he's buffering. But um, we don't need it. Well, hopefully he gets our stuff fine and it just goes through and it doesn't look terrible. But uh, it's a good coffee and uh, I would like to buy more, but at the price point, I get a lot more out of uh, some of the uh, larger names and the higher quality coffees. Sure. It's not cheap. No. Okay. I got uh, Black Rifle Coffee. I got Silencer Smooth, their light roast. The reason I like light roast is not the typical reason, a little unknown, but it's probably known fact now is that light roast. I know. That's right. Light roast is carries more caffeine than a dark roast. A lot of people think that dark roast actually carries more caffeine. It does not. Dark roast means that it's been roasted longer and therefore the caffeine has been roasted out of it. Um, here's and, the thing. And, and dark roast has less acid in it this coffee tastes a little burnt, which is odd for a light roast. Um, and it's, it's not my favorite. I actually do enjoy a very local brand, uh, leaf and beans from Peoria. It sells here at the coffee hub, which is, um, much easier for me to get. Uh, and it's actually a little cheaper than, uh, black rifle. However, the company, I think black rifle, we're, we're getting beside the point. Like the coffee isn't the best, but, it's a great company and a lot of people enjoy their coffee. Um, one, they're veterans and they support veterans. They yep. support police and they support uh, people in COVID-19. That One cool thing, reason why we went with Black Rifle is because when we bought a bag of coffee, they were going to go ahead and give coffee to the front line. Each bag would provide a bag type thing. Um, and I could be wrong on that, but so we wanted to support the front line in the COVID-19 uh, war. Uh, I'm going to call it a war, <laughs> uh, the war against disease. And um, I normally go with a darker roast. I don't mind what everybody else calls a burnt flavor. To me, it's a properly roasted bean. Uh, that may have something to do with the couple of years I worked for St. Arbuck's slinging coffee while I was in law school. By the way, great law school job. Going early in the morning, get loaded up on caffeine, get a free pound of beans a week, man, it worked out yeah. great. Uh, uh, burnt coffee, or, or even dark roast coffee shouldn't taste burnt. I don't think it does taste burnt. I, I don't think it does taste burnt. I'm not getting any burnt notes in my coffee at all from these guys. Uh, I think it's roasted really well. Um, maybe a little darker than most people would consider a medium roast, but that's, that's fine with me. I like a darker roast anyway. Um, I really like their mission. I think their price point's a little high, but if you're a member of their coffee club, you get some pretty steep discounts. Mm -hmm. uh, and my wife and I are actually considering doing that because they do a five-pound five pound bag or something. They've got a bigger bag that they send, kind of a bulk order, mm -hmm. that we think we might be able to get by once a month on uh, maybe. We'll see. It depends on how much coffee our son drinks. <laughs> but well, yeah, and, I, I would, and your wife will want that flavored coffee anyway. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the real concern is she really likes the flavored coffee. They don't do a flavored coffee. So they, they really speak more to me than they do to my wife. Uh, my son, kind of like me, doesn't necessarily have to have the flavored coffees. Um, but it, it's, it's a good company. It's a company run by veterans. It's a company who is doing what they can to help 
um, frontline medical and first responder people. Uh, and so I'd encourage viewers to go out and support them and buy their yeah. coffee. Plus, plus their ads are fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love their ads. And um, some of our friends may not like firearms. I'm sorry. Um, their ads use firearms and get over it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> here's, here's something cool. And this is something I'm willing to try out. They have a, a coffee. It's a pre-workout coffee. And so it has pre-workout with it. And so if you're into working out, go check them out. Let us know what you think about their pre-workout coffee. Uh, I've been working out since, you know, June 2nd and nothing heavy. So, but I'm thinking about checking it out. Thanks for watching, everybody. We hope you have a great day. We love you all. And uh, like I said, like, comment, share, subscribe, and uh, hit us up if you think you'd be a great guest on the show or if you think there's somebody that, uh, that would be a great guest for us to have on. Thanks a lot. You all have a great night. Have a good night. Take care.